0: owner podcast. My name is Felicia Harris and I will be your host this morning. Now, you already know, owning a company is complex. There are a zillion moving parts. And when you bring employees into the picture, things get even more complex. Whether you have one employee or 10,000 employees, it can be a challenge to keep it all running smoothly. And that's where everything HR come in. We do one thing. HR. We're human capital experts. We're problem solvers. We make things simpler. And this complimentary podcast will provide you with the latest HR trends. Whether you do business in your home state or across the United States, you'll be able to call in and talk to HR professionals about the issues that keep you up at night. But more importantly, you'll be able to hear best practices from other business owners that have been in your shoes. And today... We're going to be speaking with Fred Lumpkin from the Detroit Crystal Ray Academy, and today's topic is going to be on hiring interns and investing in the community. Now, I know hiring employees is probably the number one challenge that most business owners have, but we also want to be good community leaders, too, as well, and invest in our community, and that's what Fred is going to talk to us today about, Fred. I'm gonna allow you to introduce yourself and give us some information about you as well as about Crystal Ray.
1: Good morning, Felicia, and good morning, everyone. Thanks again for having me out. It's always a good day to talk about the Crystal Ray story. I appreciate you having us online. Real quickly, so again, I'm Fred Lumpkin. I'm the Corporate Work Study Director at Crystal Ray. For the record, we're located in southwest Detroit. Uh, we are, uh, occupying an old school by, some of you may know as Holy Redeemer, just off of Werner Highway and Clark. So we've been joining that, say, we've been enjoying that space for about 11 years now. But although Holy Redeemer has been there for over 100, so some of you may know folks that have graduated or yourself have graduated from Holy Redeemer back in the day. Myself, just a little bit of background on who I am. I've been in this Detroit area north of 30, almost 31 years, which is hard to believe, uh, started primarily, started out um, in the HR space, in the benefit space, then morphed over into IT, IT project management, software sales, uh, working with uh, organizations uh, in, the, in the benefit space, is that the that IT space, CompuWork, Computer Associates, and ADP, um, and the payroll outsourcing space as well. I've uh, enjoyed working uh, at Crystal Ray. This is coming into my fifth year now as a work-study director, managing, and I'll talk a little bit about this later, uh, over 330 students that are actual employees of 80-plus organizations. Many of you know them as a lot of our bigger logos in Detroit, GM, Henry Ford Health, uh, Health System, Trinity, uh, FCA, uh, and just about any major logo you can you drive up and down a highway seeing we have students working at, and I'll talk about the structure of the program here shortly. Uh, but really, that's my background, and I look forward to uh, exposing you all a little bit more about the Crystal Ray story.
0: Awesome. Now, if you guys have any questions for Fred regarding the Crystal Wave uh, internship, you're able to call in and talk to us and ask him your questions at 929 477 1199. And then you know that you can email us your questions at support at everythinghr, HR, is in financial, S in Sam.net. That's support at everythinghr, HR, F in financial, S in Sam.net. Now, Fred, tell us a little bit about Crystal Wave. We had um, employers that were Looking at establishing or at some type of an internship program with Crystal Ray, how would they go about that?
1: That's a good question, Felicia, and, and I thought what I'd do, just to really add some context to our discussion, is to provide you with just a brief uh, background on Cristo Ray. I think that'll help awesome. uh, bring our story to light here, and then I'll jump into and so i address your question. Okay. Awesome. So, uh, or attends Cristo Ray, they're attending a four-year college preparatory school. We are Catholic. Uh, we're actually part of 35 Catholic schools that serve over 12,000 students across 22 states. So We're part of a, a larger network, and really a real strong driver that supports our mission, as Felicia alluded to earlier, is that we serve a certain demographic in terms of income level. So uh, in order to become a Crystal Ray student to attend our school, our average income level of, of the majority, if not all of our families, are in and around $35,000. And that's been the mission of the institution when it was initially founded back in 1996 in Chicago by Father Foley. As I mentioned earlier, we've had our Crystal Ray Detroit in place since or 11 years. Can't do the hard math and I'm at a school, right? And so we recently, and many of you or some of you may have uh, seen a big news story that was done on Channel 7, have, have really uh, announced that 100% of our students have been accepted to college. I believe that is our seventh year announcing that news. So this is something that we really pride ourselves on, and that's getting our students into college. Probably, and, and, and you look at the the structure of that, it's about 80%, of our 80, 85% of our students will attend, or you know, four-year, traditional four-year universities, and the other 20% or so will attend your two-year universities, which are really, think about the community college systems now are really doing a fantastic job getting students prepared in, in their career. So that's the background of the school. Uh, the first school, as I mentioned, started in Chicago in 1996. Detroit, we're coming into our 11th year. And so although we like to measure you know, our, our success on the fact that we get our students into college, we also like to uh, measure our success on those students that actually graduate from college. So when you look at the, the demographics of lower-income students that attend colleges, that graduation rate is about 50%. across the country. Uh, Crystal Ray, we are enjoying about 35 to 40 percent of our students graduating from Crystal Ray will graduate from college. And although that is still far below the national average, it does represent about three times the average uh, of students that come out of lower income families. But our goal is to certainly match and, and, and actually exceed that of students across the country. So we've got some work to do and I'll talk about what we're doing in that space and what our partners are doing in that space to help it going forward as well. Graduates of our, you know, we look at our, uh, the history of our graduates in college that have graduated from uh, from Crystal Ray, just had our first student attend or was accepted to an Ivy League school last year at Harvard. Uh, we have our first student that was accepted this year into Georgetown, so she'll be attending Georgetown. We have a number of a number of our uh, graduating students that are attending, you know, Kalamaz- Kalamazoo College, Eastern Michigan, MSU, U of M. Uh, we've got a, a nice feeder into Paul Quinn out of Texas. So our students are attending some, some well-known institutions across the country, but again, our work is, uh, our work is not done so Uh, That's just some context in terms of the program, in terms of our history. And so now I'll jump in and address the question around our work-study program. So as I mentioned, one of the things beyond just the income level, we are a private school, so we're not a charter school. We are a a private school. The only uh, monies or, you know, federal financing that we may, federal uh, support that we may receive will come through our uh, student lunch program, but uh, we don't receive state money or federal money for our students to attend our school. So how do you support, you know, tuition for students with average income levels that are around thirty thirty five thousand dollars and unfortunately not and I've been to a number of fish fries over the years uh, but there's not enough fish fry money you can generate to support about a thirteen thousand dollar a year you know to support a student at Crystal Ray. There's not enough fr- fish fries around to, to support that. So we have a unique model that's actually been in place since we started and that's through the corporate work study program. So what's interesting about Crystal Ray is that we are, as I mentioned a school nine through twelve. But what's interesting about it is that our students go to school four days a week and they're at work for a full day one day a week brought the corporate of the year, our year starts traditional school year, starts September, ends middle of June. And we have, through the funding or how our program is funded, would be through our local partner relationship. So as I mentioned, uh, we have about 80 plus organizations, you know, Fortune you know 100s down to some of your smaller offices that will actually hire our students one day a week to come in and provide entry-level office support. So this could be certainly working in Excel. This could be certainly scanning, filing, warehousing. We have a number of students that are working at, uh, whether it's some of the the auto companies are tier one suppliers working alongside engineers, uh, providing data, work, some CAD, some light CAD support, computer automated design support uh, in their offices. And the partners will actually pay Crystal Ray a fee for that student to come that one day a week throughout the course of the year. And that fee in turn is provided to pay a portion of their tuition. So if you look about our operational model in terms of how we're structured or how we're supported and how we actually stay uh, afloat, about 60%, uh, 55, 60% of our revenue comes through the corporate work study department. And the other 40, 45% is through traditional fundraising. A big fundraiser, for example, coming up in May, on uh, May 17th, on an Easter market. And so that's really the unique aspect of our motto is that our culture, the culture of all of our schools across the country is set for work. And so uh, our partners sign up because they benefit. Really, you can think about it. And there's two ways that they benefit. One, the philanthropic component because they know they're certain, they're supporting a certain demographic inside of Detroit. So that's that put back. There's that mentorship component. There's the fact that they know they are supporting Detroit, supporting the future. So they really enjoy that aspect of our model. And then the other aspect of our model, and we're hearing this more and more from our partners, and we call where our students go to work, our employer partners. We're hearing the fact that they're struggling, like many of you are, uh, identifying a pipeline of students or candidates to come work for them three, four, five, six, seven years from now. So a lot of our conversation, yeah, it is philanthropic, but more and more of it is they're looking at Chris Array is that feeder school and to their organization so you know they're tracking our students we have we've had some successes with a number of our students interning at uh, several of our work partners and ultimately we've had I think we're up to you know six or so students being employed at our work partners and keeping in mind because we are into our 11th year we're just now seeing our kind of our first graduating class out of college so we're we're history still somewhat new but the pipeline if I may is there in terms of what we provide to our work partners so again, they're benefiting with the work for the students Providing and they're also benefiting that hey, we've got potential pipeline of a diverse candidate base here because again, we're working with both of, of African American and uh, Latina uh, descent. So,
0: awesome. So, if I hear you correctly, is this an opportunity? It's not this opportunity is not just for corporates, but it's also for any business owner, regardless of their size. Is that correct?
1: Absolutely. We, we have organizations that will hire as many as 48 students, we have organizations that will hire as few as one. Okay. And so, one of the aspects of really key aspect to the success of becoming, to a success of being a partner, is that the support is there to provide that mentorship piece, as I mentioned, the direction to our students. So we want to make sure that everyone buys on inside the organization. And if if your organization uh, does not have the resources to support a student coming in, working one day a week from a mentorship standpoint, from a work standpoint, and maybe it's just that one versus four, then we I'd rather err on the side of having that one than that four. Now, having 48 at your site is, is, is fine, too, that helps support the schools. So I wouldn't argue against
0: it. Absolutely. So it's the, the wonderful thing that I heard when you were telling us about the program was the fact that we have the opportunity to not only, you know, manage our bottom line as small, mid-sized businesses and even large businesses today, but we're able to actually develop our future workforce by investing in them early. Are they able to actually continue to obtain the same student year after year?
1: Yeah. And so if I can, I'll just, uh, I'm going to answer your question. I'm going to step back and, and, and provide a little context around that. So many of you are probably wondering, you know, we're, we're working with high school students. These are students, 14 to 16 to 15-year-old students. And it's always fascinating when you think about And, and we always come, I'm a parent. Uh, my, stu- my daughter is a little bit older now. They're out of college and out of high school. But we always tend to think about our, our current families and we say, and, and I get this all the time, I can't imagine my 15-year-old son going to work in an office environment. So what makes you different? And so we're different in the aspect, as I mentioned earlier, our culture is built around work. Having said that, starting, and I'll kind of talk about our training and what we provide in terms of support Mm -hmm. and resources, if I may.
0: Absolutely.
1: Um, So starting in the summer, on August, uh, at 730 in the morning, uh, we've got some bright-eyed, bushy-tailed 14-year-olds coming to Crystal Ray for corporate work-study training. And that starts from 730 to 12, and those are half days for three-and-a-half weeks. And our 8th graders, that, of course, are going to be ninth graders in the fall, will come in and spend with partners that will provide training, as well as teachers uh, and myself, provide training around topics such as taking initiative, completing assignments, there's technology, so that's working in Excel, PowerPoint, SharePoint in some cases. That's working in Teams. And so we build a culture for our incoming class of eighth to, actually incoming class of ninth graders, uh, to be prepared for work. Ongoing, and so that's one aspect of of our model. The other aspect is that we provide, in addition to what the partners provide, some fairly robust tools, and we've got over 500 hours of content built around workforce development training. So that, again, looks at technology. That looks like communication skills. We've got you know something as simple as keyboarding. Because you know with the 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 youth of today, it's just using thumbs and and getting away from what we call back in my day home ed classes where you learned how to type. And so uh, we 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 brought that back into play and brought that back into fashion. So and our partners quite frankly demand it. We provide the resources around the training coming in on day one. We provide the ongoing support uh, ongoing to our you know sophomores, juniors, and seniors as well as what we get, and that integrates well with what the uh, Partners are demanding from our students as well.
0: Awesome, awesome. Now, you touched on a couple of things. Of course- Some of the, you know, business owners, when they hear you, they're like, are they going to be on time? You know, how do you guys address that uh, with your high schoolers?
1: So, um, here's the ask. So, our program, as I mentioned, is a full blown work study program. Really, it's really pretty cool when you think about it. So, we got 330 students. And and by the way, I should mention, although uh, you hear my voice, I'm supported by what, you know, I I would consider and many around our network of our other 35 schools would consider, you know, certainly the best work study program, well run work study program. The country and uh, kudos to, to to my team. But having said that, the 330 students we actually own 19. Actually, I'm sorry, 20 vehicles that transport our students to their work site. So the employer, big or small, is not responsible for transportation. So our logistics and and how we manage the 330 students to these various work sites is really just spot on. And so every day our students go to work by class. So our today is Wednesday, so our sophomores go to work today. But on Monday, our seniors went to work. On Tuesdays, our juniors go to work. On Wednesdays, as I mentioned, our sophomores go to work. And tomorrow, our far- our freshmen go to work. So they all go to work by class. And we have students working out as far as Milford, and we're in southwest Detroit. That's about a 45-, 50-minute drive, you know, without snow. Uh, and we have them, of course, working as close as our downtown area. So we provide the transportation to and from, and that in- that's included in our fee, to and from the work site. So this, the partner does not have to really concern themselves with student transportation. We have contractually we need to be at your door no later than nine o'clock and in most cases we're there far before that and then the workday ends at four o'clock for our students and we'll have a van and a bus a smaller bus uh, picking up your student uh, from your site and our students are really trained you don't have to you know we just ask for a safe environment to lobby but our students are really trained to you know wait in their vehicles uh, to get dropped off head to your site and that's just again part of part of what we do so
0: Awesome. So that means employers would no longer have to worry about whether or not they're going to be calling in or not. So the whole attendance issue is totally addressed there for them because that's one of the biggest issues that they have with the young workforce today.
1: And, and if I can add to Felicia, and that's a good point. And so one of the other aspects to our business model, when you and we, we, and we don't really provide sick days for our students. We don't have it. It's difficult because we are we have some natural breaks around Christmas and the spring break. Similar to most of your schools. But what we do provide is we provide a missed workday policy. And, and, and what makes this really cool is that, so if you have a student who's sick or has to maybe a college visit uh, or just misses school for any number of reasons, they actually have to make that day up. And so uh, they make that day up over the holiday break. And, and the and disincentive, if I may, is that if that day is not made up, we in turn will assess a $100 fee to the parent's account until that day is made up. Now, it's not to say that we're trying to assess that fee, it's a deterrent to the parent and to the family. And so a majority, and I mean the, a strong majority of our students, we have those days made up pretty quickly. And then that amount will go off of the student's account. If it doesn't, for whatever reason, we will in turn refer, refund that money back to our partner so that they paid a fee. the the missed work day. We'll in turn, as I mentioned, if not made up, we'll return that fee back to the partner. So, but, you know, in most cases, the majority of our cases, when a student misses, uh, they will make that day up. And that's a huge benefit to the partner because that way they're they're getting the benefit of the work as well as the fee that they pay uh, to the school to cover that student's tuition.
0: Awesome, awesome. I think we all would love a policy like that. And it gives us the opportunity, reminds me of, you know, having the ability to invest in our future because these folks will be our future leaders. Yes. And having the ability to I mean I can think about I started out, you know, at the gas company Mm -hmm. as a co op student. Okay. You know, so I was that fifteen year old. Except it was a little bit different. I did work four hours. I worked four hours from seven o'clock to eleven o'clock at the gas company Mm -hmm. and left the gas company and then I would go to school, okay. and I think about the investment and the values that that taught me being in that office environment and developing business skills that I still use today. Yeah,
1: yeah, absolutely, and that's a good point. And I should mention our days are eight-hour days, so our students are there eight hours, unlike you know most of your traditional co-op programs. Mm-hmm. And that's you know, partial in part as to why uh, a number of the organizations we have working with us have stayed with us mm-hmm. over the years is because they recognize, uh, and this is not a slight against the four-hour programs. I think there's some value there as well, mm-hmm. but. There's a tremendous amount of work that the student can provide over a course of a full day Absolutely. versus a half a day. So that's one point. And I think you bring up, yeah, you bring up some interesting points in that the value in terms of working in an environment where students are coming from certain areas where they may not have been exposed to working at, say, a AAA, and you're looking at you know office environments with you know just fine furniture, fine wood, folks in great offices, and they're asking the question of how do I how do I get here? Because in some cases, and I grew up on the east side of, of, of Cleveland, and so I wasn't exposed to a lot of things until perhaps I got out of college or got into college. And so these students are getting exposed to that at a much earlier, much earlier age. And so they're now taking heat to hey I wanna I want to get a part of this. What do I need to be a part of this? And so our partners, our supervisors are helping support our mission in in terms of developing these students by providing with us some of that direction. So what they're learning at these work sites, and you've touched on it, they're learning the, the taking initiative component. They're learning the communication skills, which are huge. We're hearing quite a bit from and you're reading this and a number of you are on the line right now quite a bit about you know the, the the younger generation in terms of just the soft skills not being there, and so that's just, this is something that we really hammer with our students and our partners even hammer it further because they're there every day. And so it's how do you shake a hand? You know when our students come online uh, or come, and part of that training is the president, our president Mike Corey, uh, comes out every morning and greets every single student that walks in that door for training with a handshake. And and we all are part of this whole handshake line before they head off to class. class. is interesting. I would invite any of you to come down to our school and witness it. But it's a really cool thing to see, you know, 100 students walking and shaking a hand. In most cases, they may have been the first time they've had to shake a hand in a formal setting. So that's something that we teach as well as, you know, the, the phone staying off your phone. I mean, some of the basic things that you don't think about as adults, but we get this from, from our partners. I think that they see with some of their college interns even. Uh, and so we address that. We address it fairly quickly.
0: That, that's an awesome thing because I think just this week or in between this week and last week, I think I have four or five businesses that with adults, they're having issues with the telephone. <laughs>
1: so
0: phone yeah. policy Yeah, yeah, yeah. it
1: right. well, so. well, here, well, well, here's the thing that we're the we're way working with students we, we, we get them trained early and if there is a situation where there is a phone issue we have the ability to hold that phone at the school before they head off to the work site and it's and it's done we've, we've done that and we notify the we we you know we have a little bit of leeway here uh but we notify the parent that your son or daughter would not have their phone today because they were on a network and we're going to keep it back so that eliminates uh, or mitigates that whole phone issue, so we have to do that Yeah, So they learn how not to use the phone uh, fairly quickly, so uh, just keep that in mind. So
0: for those employers <laughs> that want employees that are not on their phone and you don't have to buy phone
1: lockers, um, <laughs> <laughs>
0: contact Chris Ray because obviously they're doing both and right when it comes to the phone issue. Right, right,
1: right.
0: So now, what are some of the, the, the areas? Can you expand on some of the areas that you would like to expand these students to so, you know, if these businesses are in those areas, they know that they can come to Crystal Ray to, you know, get some support uh, as well as support the the community as well as obtain support
1: from your students. Sure, and so when you, when you look at you know how we're you know informally structured, we're we're really about we're across, I think there's some six or seven different verticals that uh, we kind of, our students work within. So, you know, that that's legal, that's that's finance, that's consulting, that's, of course, manufacturing, engineering, it's IT, it's healthcare. So we're across the areas that many, if not all, your uh, customers or folks that are listening to us are in right now. And inside of each of those verticals or industries, we have students performing various tasks and assignments associated to those various areas. So, for example, as we were talking a few weeks ago uh, in healthcare, Felicia, uh, we have students working in Trinity, St. Mary at Henry Ford, uh, working in patient services, whether it's something as light as greeting patients as they come in to the hospital. We have some students working in a senior care center, working with seniors, and they really, the seniors really appreciate, we hear a lot of positive feedback right. with our students working with seniors, and the students really uh, enjoy it. They really do, and the, so that's been huge for us. We have uh, students working, believe it or not, with nurses, and in some cases in emergency room environments where they're exposed to things that, quite frankly, I have not seen uh, as, as an adult who's been around for a while. So that's the health care Space. We have students working with a number of our Tier 1 suppliers, as well as other major autos, FCA, Ford GM, and Ford GM, I mean, FCA, Ford GM, uh, and, and, and those spaces as well, working alongside engineers, uh, whether it's doing some light CAD support in terms of some data work, helping pull that data into those uh, engineering diagrams. Perhaps it's doing, I've got two students, as I, as I always tell this story, I've got two students who started out as freshmen, they're sophomores now, that they're at the Milford Proving Grounds, and they're doing a huge scanning project for, for their engineering engineers. engineers, as as, you know, working in proving grounds, working around engineers, they have to keep these documents, I think, some 20, 30, 40 years. So in order for these engineers to access some of these older documents to help support engineering work, they, before our students came online, were physically walking, you know, in another building, down the hall, pulling out documents. You know, there's a a recording process. They have to kind of say, I took this file out, put this file back. Of course, in some cases, files are, you know, maybe left or maybe lost. So our students were assigned or tasked with scanning some, I don't know, 20,000 documents, indexing those documents. So now these engineers can access, and they can access it, you know, concurrently uh, without having, you know, that issue of, of, of documents being lost or someone else has it out for the day. So you can, manage the, can, you can imagine the workforce productivity that's occurred at that location for those engineers. And that, and that story really is true across a number of our sites where our students are doing a lot of entry-level work, as I mentioned. These are tasks that, you know, as owners, perhaps as you are paying folks, you know, perhaps, you know, some, some, some pretty good salaries who are spending time doing some of those things that, you know, an entry-level person could do. It just frees them up for having to do the things that you paid some of your higher-end employees to do. Uh-huh. And, and so that's really the value that we're hearing from our partners and that we're seeing as we look at our model for what our students are doing. So
0: Now, a question in reference to, you mentioned that your school year, they start working your school year from August, September all the way through to May,
1: June, that area, Yeah, exactly. So do an employer
0: have the opportunity to take them
1: through in the summer too as well? Good question. So um, one of the things that we're going to be doing this year for the first time, actually, is we have a a couple of partners. And we because of our... I should back up for a second. We are, in, in terms of the structure of how the, the model is set up. Uh, we are the employer of record, so you might want to think of us. And I just thought about this, so um, yeah, you might want to think of us as, as an as, as a staffing firm. Essentially, it's kind of what you do, Felicia, for your for your customers in outsourcing HR. You essentially we we outsource our students, your organization. So that's essentially I'm a staffing a youth employment agency, as I'm for Crystal Ray. And so we provide all the workers' comp. Of course, you know the pay that the fee that you pay to Crystal Ray goes to tuition. Other workers' comp, the insurances are on our side. Okay, so that liability will take off your plate for you as you do for your cousin. I'm sorry, I forgot your question. <laughs> oh, here it is. Okay, summer, the summer program. So I wanted to bring that out because I want to make sure everybody was clear on who was the employer. We are the employer when it comes to those students. So this year, you know, we are in talks and discussions with providing a handful of students' summer jobs to our partners. And the really cool thing about that is, one, the students are going to get paid actual monies, right? Their money is going to go right to them. We are still the employer of Rutgers. So um, that will take that piece off for the employer uh, and we're providing transportation awesome. you know the, the biggest thing that uh, we we're hearing from employers is that because we're in Southwest Detroit're teenagers not teenagers don't all have cars if any at all but transportation how do you get a student from Southwest Detroit to SCA there's not I don't, I'm not aware of any bus system that can do that so we got 19 vehicles sitting idle in a parking lot. And so uh, we have drivers, part-time drivers, who are always looking to uh, earn extra income as well. So we reached out to them, and they've agreed. So we have a few drivers that have that have agreed to do this. And so a handful of students uh, that are going to be working for our partner uh, awesome. in the summer. Now, that is extended to our partners only. So if you become a partner, that's, I guess, the add value-added benefit that you'll get. And then the partner will pay crystal-ray directly. We, in turn, will pay the students, so they get payroll out of the
0: school. Now, is the summer program five days a week, or so is the
1: one day? So the question day? so we're doing the summer program because it's the first year we're doing this it'll be Tuesday Wednesday and Thursday okay. and it's just a short three-day week and you know summers are you know I want to these are students I want to make sure that they you know they're kids and so I want to make sure that they still enjoy their summer and then the partners you know people take long weekends you know up north and that's a big thing right in Michigan everybody has up north so that will keep to those long weekends and, and so it just makes life a little easier and so uh, but that I think that time frame sufficient. So.
0: It is. I mean, it, it adds balance. Yeah, you know, absolutely. It, it, it yeah. keeps the students balanced where they're not just working all the time, but it gives them the opportunity to, you know, earn some money. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs>
1: earn some money. Earn
0: some money yeah. and the time to actually go and enjoy it, yeah, what exactly. they've earned. Exactly. You know, exactly. so that's a wonderful thing. But also, from a partner's standpoint, it gives you the opportunity to actually invest in someone and instill values in them that will take them throughout the rest of their life.
1: You know, one of the things that we hear quite a bit, and it's the Started. I've, I've been here, coming as I mentioned, to my fifth year, and I'm, I'm hearing this more and more from our partners. is we're 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 hearing that our students are really making the organization different, which is cool. And, and you know, without you know sounding kind of you know fishy, as they say, uh, it really is cool to hear a dog speak to the fact that these students are coming in and they're just they've made the organization better. Uh, so, you know, the language changes, of course, because there are students, of course, but I think it's just being exposed, you know, they know their backgrounds in some, in some cases. Uh, but when they see the students perform, they realize that, hey, you know, this really is a good thing for the organization. And then, and then I think, too, the organization, and, and in a lot of cases, what, in our, our, our if I can use the word sale, will start at, you know, the CEO level, president level, senior HR folks. And and so when our students get inside of the organization and they're exposed to Crystal Ray and they learn about Crystal Ray and the mission of the school, they, they really, feel good about the organization they're working for. I think we can all, and even myself, can attest to the fact that there were years, I worked for a lot of these big companies, Fortune 500 companies, and we, you know, have a day at the cleaners or the food bank, and we go down and we stack cans and package up some turkeys or whatever things. And we kind of do a one-day, two-day event, and then we just kind of wash our hands and say, okay, I did my community service for the day or for the year, and like I said, I'm guilty of that myself, but when you, when you get our students involved and immersed in your organization, it's a full-year commitment, and that's where the benefit is, and that's not to Take away from those events uh, by any stretch, because those those organizations are needed. But I think it's the fact that we're hearing more and more from our partners that hey, this is a sustained activity, so we're all getting exposed to this now. So that that's the value there. So, absolutely. And, and
0: and the the biggest benefit that I you know I see is that you know yes, you're getting the opportunity to have your work done. In yes, a quality fashion, because you can hear the training that these students are being provided from Crystal Ray from the start as well as the mentorship that you're able to do. You're now able to actually train someone the way that you want. And I always talk about there's a big difference between a- and the fact of someone that's being trainable and teachable. Yes, absolutely. And when you have someone that's being willing to be trainable and teachable and, you know, they're not set in their ways and they don't want to change, well, you have someone now, you can raise them the way you want because absolutely. they don't know any different.
1: Absolutely. And, and, and that's a very good point. And, and, and so one of the things that I, I want to speak to as well, just to kind of support what you're saying, Felicia, and thanks for that comment, is, as I mentioned, you know, we're supported, I'm supported by a, a, what I consider the best work-study team in the country, but so when we have a student show up at your work site in September, we don't just drop him or her off and then say, okay, we'll see you in June. And you take that student one day a week uh, throughout the course of the year. Uh, we provide really phenomenal support and resources to make sure that experience is positive and encouraging, not only for the student, but for the organization of or your organization as well. And so how do, well, what do we do to help support that? As I mentioned, we've got 80 plus organizations that hire students as, as few as one, as many as 48 across uh, southeastern Michigan. So we have assigned a number of your uh, account, we've assigned accounts to an individual that manages or will have direct responsibility for managing your account. And for simplicity, say call them account managers, and that includes myself as well. So I'm responsible for a number of accounts too. And what I mean by responsible is that every day a student goes to work, I'm sorry, every day a student leaves work, uh, they require, the Department of Labor requires our students to complete a time card, and that time card's all automated. So they complete their time, they work from, you know, 9 to 4 in most cases, and that's just our standard time frame. Some cases it's 8:30, or 4. In addition to that, and they'll put in they, we have we use a, a an automated system, but they'll put in what they work what they worked on for the day, uh, and then that's followed or sent over to their actual acting supervisor. And so that supervisor will then rate the student uh, for that day. We have a rating system, uh, one to five, one being not a good day for uh, Jose or Marcus, uh, or perhaps it's you know they're knocked it out of the park and and they a to five for the day, and so we see that that goes immediately to Everyone on our team stays in the student record and so we use that for feedback, we use that for placement in subsequent years uh, as well, and also for our discussions with our partners. So we know every day what a student is doing at a job site based on the feedback that we receive from the supervisor. And so uh, nothing uh, goes unnoticed of so a student an occasion, right, I think, you know, I, I've had my bad days. I, I could point to one last week where I just, <laughs> I just don't think I performed as well as I could have. And so I probably would have received a one or two that day. But most of our students would perform very well. Uh, We have, we enjoy some of the highest evaluation scores in the country. And our students, you know, with Detroit, you know, there's that saying, Detroit hustles harder. Uh, I think that also cascades to the work that our students are doing, because our students are doing some, in in a lot of cases, some really complex, and I say complex for entry level employee work. And, And so our partners have come to, Expect certain things out of our students. so our standards. Uh, I would argue against any other Crystal Race school uh, in the country are pretty high, and we and we appreciate that because it forces our students, and it only helps them long term. Uh, so the feedback we get daily feedback, We use that feedback to help develop the student, to help make sure that their partners are getting what they need. As you alluded to earlier, the training of the students, so we'll help prevent, we'll help support that. So if a student is not performing, we'll get uh, him or her the tools necessary so that they're able to perform those tasks as well. So yeah, absolutely,
0: awesome. So now if there was someone that was, you know, had quite a few ones or twos in there. How would you guys handle that? Good question.
1: So, just as you, as a business owner, have had difficult conversations with your employees, perhaps you've had the verbals, you've had the written. I mean, the standard HR one-on-one stuff. We asked our partners to provide the same to our students. It's that discussion. It's that. It's the written. It's the email to our teams. And then if it's not working out, that student is terminated. We, fortunately for us, uh, this year, out of 330 students, we've only experienced three terminations, Three four terminations. So we have terminations. Our previous years we, they're they're a little bit higher. But we've addressed and it's, uh, addressed our program, addressed what we're doing, so we look at ourselves as well. And that's come down quite a bit. Uh so you do have because you're paying there's a fee, there's fee for service here through proper you know procedures, the ability to to terminate a student. Uh, and then in turn what we'll do with that student, the student is not kicked out of school because that tuition payment is, is not there. But what we'll do because we'll look at ourselves as an organization, as a work study organization, and say maybe there's some retraining. So we'll take the feedback in the partner. We'll look at the reach, the areas that, you know, uh, the weaknesses and build upon those and then we'll place that student at a respective site and then restart that process over. But if it gets to, t- you know, past two, there's, there's a strong likelihood that we're having a conversation that that student may not be a good student or fit for Crystal Ray because our students have to be employable. Okay. So, yeah,
0: okay. yeah. That's good. Yeah, yeah. So now, how would they contact you?
1: So, I am, again, Fred Lumpkin. Our website is DetroitCrystalRay.org. My direct cell phone Phone number. I won't give you my office number. I give you my cell phone number because that's on 24 hours a day, seven days a week. My cell phone number is 248-470-7074, 248- 470-7074. That's my sale. And then my office number, 313-843-2747. I'm at extension 320. Again, the office is 313-843-2747, extension 320. And I'm also available in the office as well. And, and really the best way to reach me is by my by phone. I have an email address. I'm on, I am on LinkedIn. Alicia uh, and I, of course, are linked together. But you can find me out there and message me out there as well. So Facebook and everything else. So you can find me. <laughs> so so I'm, I'm very findable, but, so we love to hear from you. we love awesome. to hear from you. So
0: business owners, I would truly recommend that you contact Crystal Ray if you're interested in their internship program because you guys are always asking you know, for interns coming up, and you may have, well, I guess this is a question for you. What if right now you may have an employer that has a short term? They may not need the entire school year. Is that a possibility with that, that
1: That's a possibility. You know, maybe we start. We're kind of in our quote unquote selling season now, so mm-hmm. we wouldn't have students you know available per se. You know, now we may have a few depending on the assignment. We don't. Our pricing model is not really. We just prorate a price. You know, for that individual. You know, so if there's some short term need that you know we let's talk. I never I never say no. <laughs> (laughs) I never say no, but we don't build the model based off of, you know, short-term need. But, you know, coming into the spring, you know, there may be a few, you know, discussions we could have that there's some need. Uh, Plus, you know, it gets that partner or that potential partner exposed to the school. That's why I'll never say no, so keep that in mind.
0: Well, we know you never say no. Anytime anybody is willing to give out their cell phone number on a podcast and say, call me anytime, call myself, we know. We know you're not going to say no.
1: Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. So now, for those that joined us late and missed your intro, and we have we're coming down to pretty close to closing, give them a brief synopsis this of the program
1: itself. Sure. Um, so Crystal Ray, uh, we're a, a high school located in southwest Detroit. We support students and we're a college prep high school. So the culture of Crystal Ray is to get our students into college. Our school starts, as I mentioned, 9 through 12. And uh, we are a private Catholic school. We're part of a network of 35 schools across the country. Detroit has been uh, in southwest Detroit in the old Holy Redeemer building. Many of you may be aware of that building for coming into our 11th year. And because we're a private school and we support a population where average income uh, of our families is in, is in and around thirty to thirty-five thousand dollars a year, and so how you and we don't get federal money, so we're not a charter school. So how do you support that? Well, we support it through a unique uh, model called the Corporate Work Study Program. And so while we have a school, we also have a work study program, and our students are attending classes four days a week, but on their fifth day, they're attending work for a full day. And at we have north of eighty partners where our students go to work with our students go to work with our partners. They're working in organizations such as GM. Trinity, Henry Ford, BNC Bank, uh, Community Financial, Credit Union, and, and really just a number of the organizations that are that you know, are popular inside of Detroit. We have our students working and, and performing entry-level tasks and in some cases, more complex work working alongside of engineers and some CAD uh, design work as well. So when our students go to work that one day a week, and they go to work by class, so our seniors go to work on one day, on Mondays, juniors go on Tuesdays, sophomores go on Wednesdays, and then Thursdays are our freshmen. And on Fridays, we have a rotational day, so each one of those students will rotate uh, one day a month on that Friday. So if you were to hire a team of four students, you would have coverage every day of the week, uh, Monday through Friday. And then in turn, so that's that's the structure. Our partners provide or pay the school a fee to cover a portion of the student's tuition. That's how we fund the school. About 55% of our operating budget comes through our partner fee, revenues that we generate from our partners. And the other 45% or so are fees that are generated through traditional fundraising activities. We've got a big event coming up on May 17th and Easter market. And so everyone in our culture at Chris Ray really is to work and to help support, you know, the students in and around in, in our school. But that's really the model at the work study. And I represent the work study aspect of it. I'm supported by, you know, the most impressive work study team in the country. And I report directly into our president, Mike Corey. And as I mentioned, we have a principal, Kevin Cumming, uh, who, who, who manages the faculty and staff and the curriculum the school.
0: So now, if the, can they find more information on the program if they go on your website? Yes, they
1: can. Absolutely. They can go on our website or call me. I've got some really cool videos that I could send over. If anyone's interested in the history of Crystal Ray, uh, there's a 60-minute story that was produced back in 2004 or five, and which really, is about a 14-minute story. It, it does a really good job in explaining the model and the history of Crystal Ray. It's a little bit older, but if you can just Google 60-minute story. And Crystal Ray, by the way, is spelled... C-R-I-S-T-O, and then Ray, R-E-Y, just so you know. So it's Crystal, C-R-I-S-T-O, and then Ray, R-E-Y. But if you go out to 60 Minutes at Google Crystal Ray, you'll find a story out there. Also visit our website as well. i offer information, too. Or call me.
0: And the website is what? org. Yes. Awesome. So now, I have to tell you, I really enjoyed this segment because a number of different reasons. One is we're investing in our future, you know, our future leaders. But also, number two, the fact that I hear so many business owners, and even those that are not business owners, that criticize our youth today. You know, and they're concerned about, oh, my God, this is going to be our future. So it's, it's really good to hear that no. Some of the same traditions or things that we grew up on or are accustomed to <laughs> and values that we may have grown up on are still there and going, you know, being taught to those that are, are our future and instilling in them a work ethic.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. And so, and, and you know, this, this the, the statement or the, the saying of, you know, it, it takes a village. And I know mm-hmm. we've, we've, we've overheard that quite a bit, but it, it really speaks volume. Uh, when you look at an organization like Crystal Ray and the partners mm-hmm. and the relationships that we've developed with the supervisors and what they're doing uh, for our students in the school, it really does. And when you're immersed in this thing, it, it really does take a village because you see it working. And then the parents, I, I don't want to like, I, I've not brought it up, you know, enough, but our parents are engaged in this as well. Uh, because now they're, they're sending, they've agreed to send their student off or their son or daughter off to a building with hundreds of adult strangers. Correct. And, and so they've bought off into this and they recognize, but they recognize that this is important to their child's future.
0: And and also think about it, because of the demographic that you're working with, you can have an impact even on that parent. Because that child can come back home and expose that parent yes. to their day yes. and the things that they were exposed to. Yes. So being able to have a life impact not just on that child but that whole household.
1: Yeah, absolutely we, we've I've, I've talked to parents where they as student working at you know name a company pick one and they said you know I'm so proud of my you know son or daughter working at you know AAA or, or whatever it may be and I put an application in there a while ago and they still haven't called me back mm-hmm. so knowing that they have a son or daughter there, it, it is pretty impressive it is it pretty is.
0: impressive yeah. it is very impressive and, yeah. and the fact that you have the opportunity to you know if that parent has not gone to college or further their education even spark them to inspire them to perhaps look at going back and taking some courses it may take them a while but one course is
1: a start it's a start absolutely and it's always encouraging when i we have graduation you know we have a number of partners that will come to graduation mm-hmm. and so they get to meet the parents and the tears and all these other mm-hmm. relationships that have developed over the years that they may have not met the parents until graduation, mm-hmm. and I speak volumes of, of, of working with them and working with their son or daughter over those years, and so uh, it is it is, it's, it's something to see.
0: It is. Yeah. It is. And so it's, it's, it's one of those things, I guess, as Detroiters that we can be proud of, yeah. you know, that we do have a, a school that's investing in the youth and preparing them for the future. Yes. Yeah. Because we continue to hear, we don't have the skill set, mm-hmm. they're not producing yeah. them. Yeah. Well, yeah. here's an opportunity in a way that you can actually train them the way that you want. And I always talk about there's there's always a difference between experience and talent. Talent, you either have it or you don't. You right. can't get it.
1: You're right. You're, I agree. <laughs> You're the professional. <laughs> you can't get
0: it. You cannot get it. Experience, anyone can get experience because someone can just put up with you. Right.
1: Absolutely. Okay? Absolutely.
0: And you can look like I got X, Y, Z number of years, Yeah. but someone just put up with you. Yeah,
1: absolutely. But absolutely. your
0: talent, you have the opportunity to actually influence talent for your future products or services for them to be developing them and being involved in them. So internships is an awesome way, you know, to do that.
1: Yes. Absolutely.
0: Okay. So now we're coming to the close. I want to thank everyone that listened to this broadcast live, either online or dialed in. And for those of you who actually may listen to it in the future, please take advantage of contacting Fred. Take him up on his offer. Listen to what the program uh, has to offer you. Um, if not now, contact him and go to the website and see what may offer you in the future. But get equipped and get prepared so that when things do open up and you may need to take in and fill some position think about the internship you don't have to pay an intern as much as you would someone from outside Absolutely. and plus you're being a good neighbor by investing in the community. Absolutely. Absolutely. So think about that, Um, take advantage of it, and be sure to tune in next week for us, because we'll be here same time, same place, and we look forward to hearing from you. If you have any questions or concerns, feel free to reach out to us at support at net, or give us a call here in our office at 586-461-1400. And also, you're able to reach Fred, as he stated, uh, his office number, is 313-843-2747 extension 320. We look forward to hearing from you again. Thank you so very much for joining us today. Have a great day.